All right, it's time for another episode of Stolen Droids Podcast. I'm Zoner. And I'm Colin. And I'm Tom. And we're back. Colin, welcome back. Tom, welcome back to Thank the show. You. Thank you. I'm, uh, I'm glad I survived the infestation of all the chiggers. Well, you know, you didn't survive. You died. Your corpse was found in a hotel flower bed. You know, it was reminiscent of, of like Tom Cruise in The Mummy. You know, being eaten alive doesn't sound like a very good memory that I would want to have. Are you talking about being eaten alive while watching Tom Cruise in The Mummy? Because that's what it felt like when I watched that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it it was, I I likened it, I I imagined that it was like the the giant ant scene in Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Ah. That that's kind of how I envisioned that going down, except with chiggers, which are much smaller than giant ants, and they dig in a lot better. They, they do, and they they like to go for the groin. They get right in that skin. Oh no! Oh, those are terrible images. I'm done. Nope, <laughs> no, no more chiggers. <laughs> well, I've I've got something new for you. So next time you come visit, oh no. So this morning, my son, my nine-year-old son, opens the front door to go to school. It's about 10 minutes to seven. And he immediately stops, freezes dead in his tracks, and stares across the street. And slowly reaches back for the door, opens it up, and hurries back inside. And he comes running upstairs and said, Dad, Dad, there's a bobcat outside. It was looking at me. I can't go to school. <laughs> I kid you not. There was a bobcat across the street staring my son down. What? So, yeah, now there's that we got to watch out for. Good times. Chiggers, bobcats. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was awesome. We, unfortunately, my ring doorbell wasn't pointed the right direction, so we couldn't see the bobcat. We did hear it, but we couldn't see it. It was making noises at him, but it was hilarious to watch the expression on this kid's face as he realized what he was looking at <laughs> and just the pure terror on his face. <laughs> I, need, I he, need this video in my life. Oh, yeah. He sees a cat that's the size of one of my dogs. And he just, he he noped out of that so fast. It was awesome. And then I went running out because he said, you know, it's in the, it's in the neighbor's driveway. So I wanted to go look out the window and see if I could see it. And by that point, it was gone. But I think it's hilarious because he couldn't see the bobcat anymore. So automatically, everything is safe. For all we know, the bobcat was hanging out like above our door and it was waiting to pounce (laughs) on him the second he opened the door and walked back out. But nope, he just walked out and went to school. No big deal. Uh, (laughs) So so yeah, that's what you got to look forward to next time. That's great. I I can't wait to meet your bobcat pet. Yeah, it's it's fun. Texas is just full of wildlife oh, in my yard. So much wildlife. It's awesome. I love it. You know, you know what there's a bunch of wildlife around right now? On Tatooine? Yeah. 
we're, we're getting we're getting some Disney Plus magic. You know, I love how we do these transitions, and it's just like the most random stretches that we can do. They make no sense whatsoever. Yeah, just just like the most random stretch. But hey, you know, it's this is cool. So it's time to jump aboard the hype train. I think. Hey, you and McGregor is rumored to be in talks with Disney about coming back for not just an Obi-Wan Kenobi standalone movie. We're talking series here, people. Eight episodes. Yes. There was there was talks, you may recall, of the standalone Boba Fett movie, the standalone Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. I mean, all these standalone Star Wars movies. And with how poorly Solo did at the box office, how, how poorly received that was by the fans, Lucasfilm just kind of said, screw it, we're not doing any of that. But now it's kind of all morphed into TV shows. You know, the Boba Fett series has become the, or the, excuse me, the Boba Fett movie has become the Mandalorian series on Disney Plus that we're getting. And now it looks like we're getting an Obi-Wan Kenobi series, which I think is awesome. Yeah, I'm freaking stoked for it. Well, and one of the images that were posted was Ewan McGregor in um, Obi-Wan Kenobi's uh, general outfit from the Clone Wars cartoon series. Uh-huh. And it looked freaking sweet. See, I'm hoping we get to see the time period between episode three and four. Yeah. That's what I want. I want to see Kenobi bumping around on Tatooine or or whatever he was doing during that time. <laughs> it could be either Ruffling really exciting or really boring. He's just oh, yeah. playing chess with himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Hatchet, but of uh, Kenobi. Yes. <laughs> All alone. He just goes and occasionally like pisses off some Tuscan <laughs> Raiders or you know. Yeah. Trades with some Jawas. <laughs> yeah. Really, not a lot happens. Well, I'm curious, you know, too. Did he just go straight into hiding after that and just watch over Luke? Or was he out seeking other Jedi that may have survived? The way that episode three ends, it leads you to believe that he's just kind of there watching over Luke. Yeah. But... I would imagine dude had other responsibilities he was doing, you know. He had to have been up to some other antics. Oh, yeah. You know, you can't just sit on that dusty old rock for, you know, (laughs) 18 years. I mean, obviously, look at how whiny Luke was. He he couldn't (laughs) wait to get gone. Yeah, I mean, dude couldn't wait to get off. The planet. (laughs) (laughs) I better clarify that there. He's he's just out there flirting with the Tuscan Raiders. Yes, because, you know, those female Tuscans, they be hot. Oh, yeah. They be hot. It's like blue milk juice in you. I mean, those are my (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. That blue milk. Bring it on. Bring it on. So, yeah, I'm kind of excited for this. Uh, You know, Glue, uh, one of our our most loyal listeners, I think, uh, he asked, you know, if this is, if, 
it's time to be hyped for this. I'm going to say, yeah, if this comes to pass, heck yes. The hype train on this one is real. And, oh man, this is going to be epic. If they, if they do this, this is going to be epic. You know that they are going to spend the money on this. This is going to be super high profile. And you know that they cannot screw it up. Oh, there's no. going to be so you, many eyes if on you this. Screw up Obi Wan, like it's all over. It's they better not let Ryan Johnson be involved. Oh That's all God. I can say. <laughs> we will definitely have Obi Wan like gambling and things like that. Right. We just spend all his time at that gambling planet. <laughs> oh my gosh, Cannabite or whatever. I really hope by that point, Kathleen Kennedy like doesn't have a whole lot of say in it as well. She's fully pushed out. I don't know that we'll see that come to come to pass anytime soon. Unfortunately, I think you're right, but I really hope that, you know, you know, let JJ Abrams, let John Favreau, let somebody who's a who's a true fan, you know, heck, let let Kevin Smith take this. I think Kevin Smith would, would do cool. awesome with this. Yeah. I think you know, let let a let a geek go with this and just run with it. I think that would be fun. But yeah, let us know what you guys think about this Obi Wan Kenobi potential series. Is this a good thing? Is is this something that you're excited for? You know, and what time period? What kind of stories do you want to see Kenobi getting into? Do you want to see old man Kenobi? Do you want to see middle aged Kenobi? Which you know, you and McGregor's 48, so I don't think we're going to see full-on old man Kenobi, but we are going to see middle-aged, probably 50-year-old Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, let us know. Feedback at StolenDroids.com. Since I just mentioned Kevin Smith, let's talk about what he did over the weekend here. He has unveiled the new Masters of the Universe series. Did you Holy guys ever watch that as, a, as kids? Or are, oh, you, yeah. are you all too young? Oh, come on. Dude, oh, seriously, do I'm that. not an old man here. Actually, I, I didn't really watch it as a kid. Because you're too young? <sighs> That's too bad. I, I think I am a little too young. Well, <laughs> we're the same age, so I don't, same age. I don't see that being the uh, deciding the factor. I grew up in a house where we didn't have cable television until I was like 10, 11. So okay. I missed out on a lot of years of, of Saturday morning cartoons. Dude, this was on like skeletor. channel 13 every day after school. It wasn't cable TV, man. <laughs> I, still, like, I didn't have that. We had VHSs, and that's how I watched Pokemon as a kid, was I went to the movie store and had the uh, VHSs of the episodes, and that's how I'd watch it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember going to the public library and finding that they had a section of VHSs and they had all these old uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers oh, nice. VHSs, and I was like, yes! That's how we watched it, too. Like, yeah, yeah, it was Power Rangers. That's awesome. That is fantastic. You know, my wife has done that a few times, gone to the library and gotten DVDs or whatever for the kids. I've never done it. I really should take advantage of that free resource, but I've just never done it. It's great you're paying for it. You know? Yeah. You're already paying for it. Might as well just... My tax dollars at work. So anyways, Kevin Smith announced over the weekend that he's been working with Netflix and they've developed a new animated series based on the 
classic 1980s Masters of the Universe series. Yeah, it takes place right as they uh, left off there, too. Yes. Which is awesome. They're just picking picking right up. They're going to resolve some of the unresolved storylines, going to continue with some of the characters' journeys. Masters of the Universe Revelation is what the show will be called. It's going to be a limited series. We don't know a whole lot about it yet, but Kevin Smith will serve as the executive producer and showrunner. And I'm down with that. You know, a lot of people are getting ready to potentially cancel Netflix in favor of Disney Plus. And this right here could keep some people around for a while. You know, you got Stranger Things, you got this. Um, I've been watching Ozark, which is another Netflix original series. If you're a fan of Breaking Bad, you'll probably like Ozark. I don't watch it with the kids. <laughs> There's always be my baby. That was a <laughs> my baby. It was, it was a Netflix movie. Always be my baby with uh, those people. You know, those so, people and those things. It was a, it was a rom-com. You know, was that the <laughs> Ali Wong one? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Okay, yeah, I didn't see that. I was trying to make a joke and it fell flat. Yeah, because yeah. testosterone. That's horrible. Colin and I watched Bachelor in Paradise together. Yes, I know you do. Yeah, you watched it without me today. I thought you would understand. I said, always be my baby. You would know what I was talking about. But... Except for the fact that you watched Bachelor in Paradise without me today. Oh, I didn't and... know what happened with Hannah and Dylan and Blake. So... Oh, gosh. It was good. Still love it. Oh, I'm so glad. Bachelor Nation shout out on Solomon What what this is like a little lover spat. Almost <laughs> paradise. I love it. This is highly entertaining. Oh my gosh. And I'm just gonna let you guys keep going because you know it's it's fun to listen it's, to it's you two bicker like it's an over. old married couple. I'm I'm done. I'm done fighting with Tom. <laughs> No more. <laughs> but I'm really excited for this Masters of the Universe revelation. It's interesting because in the 1980s, He-Man was huge. And it's it's crazy because they developed, they had this toy line and they're like, okay, well, now we need a, a cartoon series developed around this toy line and we need comic books and everything. And they built everything around the toys. And I imagine the way that toys are now in terms of, of collectibles and and the nostalgia factor that goes along with this, this could be a huge cash cow. I mean, you're going to have people going nuts trying to get, you know, got to get all the He-Men, got to get all the, is it He-Men or He-Mans? I don't know. <laughs> He-Man he toys. He-Man <laughs> toys. It's kind of exciting. Uh, but I think that this really has got a lot of people debating whether or not they're actually going to end up canceling their Netflix subscription. I know my wife keeps saying, oh, well, you know, once Disney Plus goes live, we're going to cancel ours. And I keep telling her, no, we're really not because we've got all this stuff on Netflix that I actually watch. And it's all Netflix original programming. And now they're throwing a new He-Man series out there. That's more compelling for me to stick with Netflix for a while. I don't plan on leaving Netflix anytime soon. I agree. Netflix has some really great content that they're creating. I mean, they're really pushing it hard when you go on to Netflix right now and it says like, 
118 Emmys nominations, something like that. And it shows you all the shows that are nominated for all different things because they're trying to let you know. We got good content, so watch it. Like, I really like uh, Shit's Creek. I believe that's a that's an original, right? Isn't that a Netflix original? I'm not so. sure if it is or not, but I've heard good things about it. Or maybe it turned into an original. I don't know. But for some reason in my mind, I think it is. But I could be totally wrong. But I really like it is it. on Netflix, so. I've never watched Orange is the New Black, but I know that Orange is the, is the New Black. Like Those who watch it love it, and it's won a lot of awards. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of things to explore there. Yeah, I watched the first few seasons of that. I was pretty impressed with it. I thought it was entertaining. You know, I can I can never look at Orange is, uh, is the New Black the same again after seeing a uh, parody of Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't remember what it was called. On yeah, legit. No, no. Yeah, I think it was it was Cookie Monster, like in in jail or something, and he was like handing out cookies to some of the other inmates. Orange is the new snack. Yes, that's what it was. That's what it's really called. Oh my gosh, I thought Zodder was just making a funny joke. No, it's legit. That's what it's really called. What is is that from it? Is that picture from it? Yeah. Can we throw that picture up on the uh, on the website? With oh, oh for sure. There's this picture, and it's like. The face of the this this Muppet with is that a cookie in its mouth? Is that what it is? It's a cookie or it's a like cracker a something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is up there when Prince came to uh, Sesame Street in the oh, same yeah. Rasboard, Rasboard Well they so they even did different parodies for uh Game of Thrones. <laughs> Wait. I don't understand how these make it into Sesame Street. <laughs> They're not appropriate <laughs> parodies to like <laughs> show your kids based up. Oh, what's this based on? <laughs> oh, well, let me show you this Game of Thrones show here. You can Everybody see wants to see Elmo get shivved. <laughs> I want to see Elmo shivved. Because I want to see it. <laughs> oh my god. Everybody really wants to see that. So, I mean. <laughs> Mr. Noodle goes on a rampage. Yeah, if we can see Crazy Eyes take down Elmo, I mean, that's that's just a so good, wholesome episode right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Crazy Eyes fit perfect in the oranges, the new snack. <laughs> oh, they've got a puppet of her. And yes, the eyes are crazy. Oh, my gosh. Who's that one Muppet? That's like he plays the drums in the band. Usually, not not animal. Um, no, yeah, I think animal. You know, animal. Yeah, from the yeah. animal. Sesame Street. Or Muppets. So, animal would go great in Orange Is the New Snack. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, because I mean, you know, he's done time. Oh, in easily. fact, you know, most of <laughs> most of that band has done time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Probably for possession. <laughs> I wanted to talk about that on the movies that make us we'll talk in the in the recent episode of the Muppets. I wonder if they go into the band's <laughs> prison time. I 
guess we'll find out next week. Oh my gosh. How did we go from talking about <laughs> such awesomeness as, as He-Man to all of a sudden we've devolved into Muppet drug dealers? Oh my gosh. Okay, one more thing. Okay. <laughs> so, because we were just talking about Bachelor, right? And geek stuff. I'm on one of I'm on one of our websites just like reading through this article on uh Arrowverse, which we'll talk about in a second. And right on there it it not only shows all this geek recommended content, but then it's it shows Hannah from The Bachelorette. It shows the Bachelorette. <laughs> so something's that I think I think technology's listening in, man. I mean Yeah. Why? Why would it just have a random Hannah Brown on on there? I don't know. Who was listening? Who was listening? No, or, or maybe more geeks watch The Bachelorette than uh, than we realize. I have That's some true. theories, and we can talk about those in a few minutes. Okay. Because that's like our entire tech section. Perfect. Sounds great. <laughs> right, we'll back. All right. Yeah. Circling back. All, all of our tech headlines tonight have to do with tech companies listening to you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> See, I was just trying I was like trying to segue in early. Yeah, that's a premature segue. I, I, <laughs> don't don't, don't worry, segue. we'll get you there. <laughs> yeah, those those premature segues are are, you know, uncomfortable and embarrassing, but they happen to everybody Ow. at some point. It's what we like to call a sausage. Yeah. So Oh. <laughs> we'll let the sausage slide. <laughs> oh, jeez! What have That's I an old done? school Stolen Joids reference. You'd have to be there. I said to me, it sounds really gross. <laughs> and you know, based on what yeah. I said, you really don't need to be there. I just made it horrible. <laughs> Because that's what I do. So let's just forget what I've done and and move on. So Arrowverse. uh, We know that Arrow is ending after this next season. And there's a whole lot of stuff going on with Crisis on Infinite Earths. That is probably going to shake things up. Oh, big time. I keep seeing all sorts of things. Now they're rumored that Tom Welling is going to show up as, as Superman, perhaps. Or... I don't know. We're seeing all sorts of of craziness going on. I'm very excited for this Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. How many Supermans are they going to have then? Infinite. Infinite. So many. (laughs) It's in the name. It's infinite. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's going to be weird. But anyways, now they've got some rumors uh, that are going so far as to claim that they're coming out with four brand new DC shows that are going to air after the post-crisis, you know, Arrowverse. There's rumors that Titans may jump from, I don't know, whatever DC streaming service is at the moment, uh, and that they may cross over with the Arrowverse. So we'll get to see Robin say F, F Batman on public TV. I don't know if we'll see Titans cross in. It's 
it's been such a failed show at this point. Well, they got a second season, so is it that failed? Yeah, because they pushed it. It's it's not because of high viewers. It's just because they didn't want to give up on it yet. But they were pretty quick to give up on Swamp Thing after one episode. Yeah. Which, you know, Swamp Thing apparently apparently is phenomenal. Yeah. So we've got four rumored shows, Metal Men, Dial H for Hero, and then two shows, one surrounding The Question and one surrounding Dead Man. Have you guys ever heard of any of these? No. I know Metal Men. Metal Men does not excite me in the least. I am not a fan of the Metal yeah, Men. I've this, never heard of any of these. Is this all part of the Arrowverse? It's it's what they're wanting to maybe introduce. Because like it's rumored. Because I'll be honest, I I have not watched too much of the Arrowverse stuff. So, Missing out. That's something I need to. I need to it's a it's some into. of the best superhero. Uh, shows uh, out there. It's pretty great. You'll have to watch Crisis of Infinite Earth with me. Alright, I'll watch it. Because it's, uh, it's going to be baller. So Tom, we need to break you away from Bachelor and <laughs> and introduce you to something that's going to bump up that testosterone on you. But, you know, it's not too much because it is CW. <laughs> I don't I don't know that it pumps up testosterone. <laughs> yeah, it is still CW, so it's not going to bump it up too much, but... <laughs> We'll, I mean, that's we'll what see. Riverdale's there for, right? That that is true. So the question, uh, he's been around for a while since the seventies, I believe. He's a pretty cool character. I like the question. And then we've got Dead Man, who's also been around since the sixties and seventies, I think. I like Dead Man. I think he could be interesting. You know, he's he could potentially bring a supernatural twist into the Arrowverse. Question is just, you know, private detective type dude. Dial H for Hero, I've heard of it. I don't know much about it. But, you know, from what I understand, it's, you know, just kind of a silly, lighter comic where some dude becomes a superhero thanks to some magical dial. Thanks to a magical dial? (laughs) Some magical dial. I don't know. Magic. It's all magic. That's that's worse than being bit by a radioactive spider. Well, you know, it's it's comic books. You're just sitting there cooking your mac and cheese. You got your dial turned up for a minute. <laughs> got to ten minutes. Something happens. Your your mac and cheese is boiling over. <laughs> It hits into the, <laughs> the dial, and then it just short circuits you until you become dead man. No, those are two separate properties. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. <laughs> he doesn't become dead, no, dead man. Dead man is actually dial. pretty cool. He was, I think, he was killed by the mob. He was like a circus performer who was killed by the mob. Oh, that's and now sad. he jumps from like his spirit jumps from body to body. It's it's pretty cool character. Oh, the question is just you know private detective, kind of a, a Batman type dude, but without all the cool so it's gadgets. Basically, like what Agents of Shield is doing right now. I don't know. I haven't been watching it. There's this one chick. She uh. She can leave her body and possess other people's bodies. 
Yeah, that would be Dead Man. Except yeah. he's dead, so yeah, yeah she's, there is oh, that. He's literally like a, a ghost that possesses people for the purpose of saving others. Yep. It's like, do they have anything where like, like priests try to like, <laughs> like, what's the word? Like, <laughs> cast them out or whatever. With the, uh, ex- exercise them out, and he's like, no, I'm trying to do some good stuff. I promise. <laughs> no, get out. <laughs> That would be awesome. You know, you bring in the exorcist. The power of Christ compels you. You know, starts throwing holy water. (laughs) That would be fun. You know, that, and all of a sudden Linda Blair's head starts spinning around and she walks on the ceiling. Just, it's the best crossover ever. Yes. (laughs) But, um, I think the question is probably the most likely of these four just because that one's been rumored for a while. Metal Men, I don't know. I I hope not, but I, I don't know. They've done some really good stuff with Doom Patrol, I've heard. So I haven't watched Doom Patrol, but they're doing all right with it. And Doom Patrol isn't one that I would really think would be very successful. So there is that. I don't know. It's It's kind of weird. But I'm excited to see which one of these four, if not all four, show up. It, it could be could be any of them, or it could be none of them. I guess I guess time will tell, and we will see what happens. Should we talk tech now, since you guys are trying to prematurely jump into that? Yeah, thanks a lot, Tom. Sorry. Yeah, Jeez. thanks, Tom. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I just I, I hadn't read the agenda, so that's why like. I was talking about it. We were like, oh, that's on the list. I was like, oh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, lack of preparation (laughs) will burn you every time. Let that be a lesson to you. Well, let's talk tech. Facebook uh, is a bunch of douchebags. They suck. They have admitted to, well, they kind of got caught with their hand in the cookie jar. Um, in in but, Sesame Street, orange is the new snack. Yes, <laughs> they got caught with their hand in the orange cooler. Uh, but they're not the only one. Amazon, Apple, Google—I mean, everybody's doing it. We recently learned also that Microsoft has been doing it. But they're all letting human contractors listen to your recordings. Facebook, apparently, since 2015, Messenger has offered a feature that transcribes voice clips to text, but it is apparently turned off by default. However, if you're talking to somebody and they have it turned on, then it doesn't matter if you've turned it off because that one person has consented. And so Facebook is all of a sudden transcribing that conversation. And so any audio in that thread will be translated regardless of who sent it. So. That's, you know, generally not that big of a deal, except for the fact that nowhere in Facebook support page or terms of service does it indicate that humans are actually listening to your audio. That's a problem. Wow. Everybody kind of assumes that Facebook is listening to you. There's been rumors for years that Facebook is secretly listening because, you know, you talk about cats and cat food when you don't have a cat and then... All of a sudden, Facebook is serving you up ads for cats and cat food. 
The Bachelor. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> it's a right. generally generally accepted theory that they are listening, but nobody really knew that they had humans actually transcribing your conversations through Messenger, which is a big deal. Which is weird because there's some shady people. Yeah. Well, not shady people. I mean, there's there's people who use that for uh, recreational type activity. You talking about people who use their phones to look at porn? Is that what you're uh, or sexting. Or sexting. Oh, okay. And they're like sexting with voice to chat. Oh. <laughs> ah, interesting. Or you know, maybe they just need to buy drugs, and so they're using Facebook Messenger. Or you know, oh, imagine yeah. the illegal crap that these people have transcribed. Oh yeah, could you imagine being the employee transcribing? Oh baby, oh baby. <laughs> <laughs> Something. Well, and you think about it. I mean, you've got Google, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon. All these people are listening to audio obtained through voice assistant products. And none of them have really been transparent with their users. Now, Amazon has since allowed users to opt out. Google defends its practice, claiming that, you know, this is necessary for Google Assistant to operate. (laughs) Apple announced that they've stopped using human contractors to review Siri conversations, and they're going to soon allow users to opt out. (laughs) So instead of contractors, they have actual employees listening to them? (laughs) exactly but (laughs) you think about it how many people have like an echo dot or uh, a google home or something in their bedroom yep think about the conversations that get transcribed by those that's a lot of private conversations that's a lot Mm -hmm. of private sounds but you know it's crazy because microsoft uh uh all these other companies are like, well, you know, we, we should probably like kind of chill out here a little bit. But Microsoft is like, nope, we're doubling down. So we're just going to add it to our terms of service. And so they've actually updated their terms of service, essentially saying that, yeah, we're going to we're going to use both automated and human methods for processing that personal data. And that's that. And if you don't like it, tough. That's so jacked up. Yeah, that's um, that's kind of crazy. And that's probably going to be the new norm here on out. You know, I think that that is going to be the new norm. I think that privacy is a thing of the past. And I think it's crazy because we've kind of welcomed it into our homes. We've welcomed it into our lives. And we've opened Pandora's box. And I don't think you can put stuff back in once it's out. Oh, no. It's, like that. it's like that lesson you learn. Sunday school about sin and the frog and the pot of water. You know that one? No. It's like talks about like you just throw a frog in a boiling pot of water, that frog's gonna jump out. But if you put a frog in a pot of cold water and you slowly turn up the heat, then the heat will then like slowly kill the frog. Oh my god! Because the frog's gonna be like, oh, this is totally fine. That's like what we've done with like privacy. It's like if someone were to say, hey, we got all this great tech. But we're going to listen to your conversations. We'd be like, no way. But we slowly put in that Uh tech. And we're all like, so now we're just like slow burn. Oh, man. We're boiling in a pot of water. And it's all good. Oh, my gosh. 
yeah, I just can't believe that these companies just position themselves like this. Like, I, I get the point of, like, data mining and trying to best serve the individual that you're listening to. But at the same time, there's got to be some line of privacy. There really does. And it shouldn't be just an always thing. Like, you should be able to deactivate or or leave it on, whatever you want to do. But you should be able to have some control over it. So, this is interesting. Uh, speaking of the frog, <laughs> because you mentioned the frog, so now I've got to, like, look and see how accurate that fable is. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good fable. I'm just saying I just want to know. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, because it's like because we we want this technology. We, we yeah. I mean, it's not like it's not like it's not like Facebook and Microsoft were conspiring from the beginning to destroy our privacy. But it's like we've become so reliant on it that now there's this great privacy violation. But we rely on this tech so much. It's like. Oh, we'll just sit in the boiling water because we need it, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I I would dare say that Zuckerberg, yeah, he's enough of an a-hole that he probably was <laughs> conspired, inspired. From day one. What's that girl dumped him on in that movie? <laughs> yeah, he, he was conspired <laughs> from day from one. I'm pretty sure the dude was a complete, he, he's a complete a-hole. But I don't think like Bill Gates or anybody like that set out to, oh, let's destroy the, destroy human privacy through through technology but zuckerberg yeah i think i think he's like hey give me all of this these people's information and i'm going to turn around and sell it and make myself a multi-billionaire but modern scientific sources report that the alleged phenomenon is not real in 1995 douglas melton a biologist at harvard university said if you put a frog in boiling water it won't jump out it will die. If you put it in cold water, it will jump before it gets hot. They don't sit still for you. George R. Zug, curator of reptiles and amphibians at the National Museum of History, also rejected the suggestion, saying that if a frog had a means of getting out, it certainly would get out. Oh my gosh, how are we getting into this? Now I'm, I'm going to go to the lady that taught me that in church and be like, you know what? You're scientifically wrong. Yes. Lady. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah, uh, a critical thermal maximum for many frog species has been determined by contemporary research experiments. As the water is heated about two degrees Fahrenheit per minute, the frog becomes increasingly active as it tries to escape and eventually jumps out if the container allows it. So, yeah, the frog in the boiling pot is not <laughs> is not true. But hey, it's a good metaphor. It's a good idea. Yeah, it's a good metaphor. So now Microsoft is, and Facebook have literally, and Apple, have literally put the lid over the boiling pot of water and uh -huh. stuck. So, <laughs> so we are the frogs who it. cannot jump out. We want to jump out because it's super hot. But now they're yes. like, no. You're, You're stuck. Especially Facebook and Zuckerberg sitting up there with his robot face just flipping us off with double birds the whole time <laughs> laughing at us all the while saying oh sure you can have your data we're not going to do this anymore ha 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 because that's how a robot would laugh <laughs> and our, our last headline for the night uh, disney has announced which devices will support disney plus and i wonder how many of these are going to steal your data 
probably a few steal your data because, hey, let's let's face it. There's some Android devices. There's some Apple devices. We have some web browsers on the desktop. You know, the only thing that's missing is BlackBerry OS. Also, Amazon. Yeah. Amazon has no devices on the list. No Fire Stick. That's intriguing. Alexa. Is that Amazon, right? Yeah. Oh, but you're not going to watch him. You're not going to watch Disney. I I don't think you're going to watch any Disney (laughs) stuff on your (laughs) Amazon Echo. Right, right. But, but the there stick. is the Echo Ooh. Show, which I oh, guess okay. you could. But there's no Fire Stick or anything like that. And there's no Fire Tablets. There's there's no Amazon devices, period. Yeah, I wonder what the holdup on that is. Yeah, I think that that is interesting. Um, so I guess it is possible that somebody could sideload the app. I know when I got my first Android phone, Hulu wasn't allowed or wasn't allowed, wasn't available for it. And somebody figured out how to sideload a Hulu app for it, but it only worked like half the time. It it didn't work really well. And I wonder, you know, with all of the advancements in security and locking down stuff, if that's even going to be a possibility at this point. Yeah, I don't know. It's... Or, you know, if Disney's just going to completely shut any sideloading down. Do you think there's something bigger at play with, like, is there, like, a disagreement between Amazon and Disney, or? I think Amazon just doesn't want to share the space at all. Because they have their streaming service? Yeah, well, and they've done this before with other applications. Um, Certain Amazon products were blocked from iOS and Android markets for a while. Well, and they've gone back and forth with Google over YouTube and stuff like that too for years yeah this is an interesting one but you know if you've got somebody that's fully invested in amazon's ecosystem they're out of luck unless they want to sit down and just watch it at their computer which that sucks i don't want to watch a two and a half hour movie you know if i'm going to watch avengers oh yeah I don't want to watch a two and a half hour or three hour long movie sitting at my computer. I want to watch it in my TV. Well, I think most people these days at least have two or three of those devices listed on that list. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I've got multiple Roku's. Yeah, because the Roku is like just as affordable as the Fire Stick. Yeah, it is. I mean, mean, I've. I've got an Xbox One. I've got, you know, nothing Apple, but then I've got a I've got a desktop. So I don't have a Chromecast because my Roku, you know, takes care of that. But I've got multiple Rokus. I've got an Xbox One and I've got a desktop. So I've got, you know, four of the devices they have listed here. So I'm covered. And I think I'm pretty typical, I would think. Ain't nothing typical about you. That's probably true. And I was waiting for that. <laughs> I wonder if uh, if like, they'll adapt to like smart TVs and things like that, like to their to, like the actual TV. You know, like you can you can have Netflix or Hulu just on the application on your TV. You don't need an outside, you know, source. Like you don't need Apple TV or anything like that. It's just like you have your Panasonic smart TV. Well, they so. do that for a lot of them. So I was wondering, like, under if Disney Plus will eventually have that option, 
you know. I would imagine so. Yeah. You know, Hulu's got, I mean, Hulu's owned by Disney and Hulu is generally one of those options. And so I would imagine that Disney Plus would be as well. Well, and even TVOS, TVOS has been rumored to, to actually uh, come on different TVs now. Um, or not really rumored. They announced it during the Worldwide Developers Conference. So it's going to be an app that you can just download to every smart TV and be able to watch it like that. So I I see Disney being able to move in that direction as well. Yeah, I think I think that makes sense. I don't see them not doing it but i'll tell you man november 12th cannot get here fast enough (laughs) i i am i am excited for disney plus to launch and they you know we've got d23 coming out this week or happening this week coming out like it's some sort of product release no it's it's their conference this week so i imagine that we're gonna learn some more about you know what's going on maybe they'll talk about amazon and why Amazon is given the cold shoulder, but this is a huge thing and I am super excited for it. Yeah. I, I cannot wait. Disney Plus is going to have, like, can you kind of give me like a little refresher on everything it's going to have so far that we know about? Like, oh gosh. Uh, the Mandalorian, the every single Marvel movie. Um, the How local Loki have... series. The Loki series. Um, the Hawkeye series, uh, WandaVision. Um, are they gonna have like the classic Disney movies that you can't? Oh, yeah, that are in the vault and things like that. Uh, they haven't specifically called out the vault, but there's been rumors of it. They said that everything that's in the vault will be pulled out of the vault. What about the classic Disney? Like from the seventies and the eighties, they're scary movies that they tried to do, like Watcher in the Woods. Yeah, they're saying it's all going to be there. That that's pretty sweet. That's pretty sweet. So we'll be able to discover. We a can lot be of, terrified yeah, all over again gyms. by Watcher in the Woods. <laughs> that wait. was the one that terrified me. In fact, I still can't watch it to this day. I'm forty three <laughs> years old. The whole like the whole house, like the the, the fun house when the mirrors and and the whole. Nope. The whole Mayor nope. Karen thing? Nope. I nope <laughs> out of that faster than my party. son nopes out of the front yard <laughs> when a bobcat's staring him down. <laughs> I mean, Betty Davis, with those creepy eyes in that movie, he's like, get him. <laughs> oh you know, I hear that song, Betty Davis Eyes, uh-huh. from like the early 80s or late yeah, yeah. 70s or whenever it was. And all I can think of is Watcher in the Woods. And I think, why would you sing about this? This is terrifying. Yeah, while I wasn't watching He-Man, we go to the video store and rent Watcher in the Woods. <laughs> An old, creepy movie. Who would do that to themselves? Yeah, Watcher in the Woods is not something that, that I want to be watching again, ever. Because that terrified me as a child. And... As a kid, I I saw it at my grandparents' house. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Did your parents live in the woods? (laughs) No, they lived on a farm in Idaho. And I had to, I slept down in the basement. And there was this wall and it had a big mirror on it down in the basement. I tell you what, you don't watch that movie and then go sleep in a dark basement 
with a giant mirror on the wall. Oh gosh, that no. is that is not a recipe for a good night's sleep. Oh man, yeah. you, are, you are asking to like piss the bed with fear if that happens. Then you're gonna wake yeah. up in your own pee, but it's that drowning scene from the movie. But Eddie Davis uh, is pushing you down in pee. <laughs> yes thankfully i did have control of my bladder at that stage of my life you know i really want for nickelodeon to bring back some of their old classics like are you afraid of the dark yeah ah, that show was just so amazing <laughs> the midnight society yeah is that this is the right the dark midnight society uh-huh and they have that like Stuff that's yeah. on the fire. There is, he's either Are You Afraid of the Dark or what was the other one that was the, the competitor? Um, goosebumps? Well, there's Goosebumps, but there's another one where they get around and, and these kids and tell stories. Um, uh, you can't remember right now, but anyways, there was one Rugrats. episode. <laughs> yeah, Rugrats. <laughs> <laughs> but there was this one episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, or the other one, and it was this girl who, she was never allowed, she'd always go to her grandparents' house, and she was never allowed to go out this window in the attic. And in the attic, there's also this dollhouse. And they were, like, freaking out, because, like, one day she went out the window, and she disappeared, because years before, her sister or someone, like, disappeared or something like that. Um, What happens is you go out the window, and then all of a sudden you're transported into the dollhouse. And she found her friend, and her friend had turned into a doll. So she's trying to, like, save her. And she's like, it was just freaky. That's the one I remember the most from that series. Nope. Oh, my gosh. Uh, They are actually bringing back Are You Afraid of the Dark? They're rebooting it. Ooh, that is good to know. That's fantastic. And Zoe 101? I I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) We just need more of uh, what's her face Spears, <laughs> Jamie Spears. Spears. <laughs> it was Jamie, right? I, I actually I had a crush on her growing up. I, mean, I did too. She was really cute. I just yeah. didn't know her name. As you watched her on Teen Mom, <laughs> what <laughs> was she on Teen Mom? I don't know. I just know she got knocked up. Oh. Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah. Wow. On yeah. that note. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> we should probably devolve anymore because, yeah, talking about knocked up teenagers is not really our forte. <laughs> Be careful, that's going to get transcribed by something listening in on your tech. And That is true. I'm all of a sudden going to start getting ads for uh, birth control on Facebook and, oh you know, teenage like wellness centers or something i don't know i'm sure they're going to be listening so that's creepy because that's that's what facebook does because they're a bunch of douchebags and zuckerberg if you're listening screw you but what do you guys think go ahead and send your thoughts to feedback at strolladroids.com are you watching bachelor in paradise <laughs> any any yes please let there? us know please let us know yeah let, let tom and colin know that they're not alone. And, you know, <laughs> let me know if I <laughs> am alone and not watching it because, well, it's not going to make any difference. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm not watching I'm gonna, it. I'm going to make you watch an episode. 
I got better things to do with my time. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, this is just, we're just falling apart here. So go ahead and subscribe to us at Stolen Droids Podcast, wherever you listen to us, if you haven't already. Leave us a review. If you do leave us a review, let us know. Feedback at StolenDroids.com, and we'll put you in a drawing for a free t-shirt. Uh, also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Stolen Droids. And also be sure to check out StolenDroids.com between episodes. And we'll be back next week with hopefully a better episode than this one was that is not full of <laughs> whatever <laughs> this was. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> well, and uh, <laughs> you can also uh, see many of us live at Fanex, uh this coming two weeks from now, I think. What is it? The 5th through the 7th? Yes, September 5th through the 7th. Uh, Colin will be there and the Movies That Make Us crew will be there. I will not yeah. be there because, you know, I'm in Texas and... Frankly, I wasn't even invited, which hurt me a little bit. That that hurt. You're invited. So, so um, yeah. What you got to do is show up. Whatever. Uh, I'll, I'll, I might be there in the crowd. And uh, so if you want to talk Bachelor Nation, come find me. Bachelor Nation. Well, I'll, be, I'll be with the, with the Stolen Droids. Hello. Yeah, yeah, we'll have a bunch of the Stolen Droids crew there. So stop by and say hi if you're planning on going to FanX. And... Yeah, it'll be 5th through the 7th of September at the Salt Palace Convention Center in downtown Salt Lake. So, yeah. On that note, I'm going to just hit the ejection seat and and get out of here. And I have a feeling I'm going to eject kind of like Goose. And (laughs) it's just going to be ugly and horrific. So, until next time, be good to each other. Hasta luego. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.